To rockin' all week with you, Happy Days podcast mini-sode. This one I'm subtitling "Cracked in the Fonz, 1976." How about eh, I could come up with something? No, I like "Cracked in the Fonz." The Fonz meets Cracked. Cracked meets the Fonz. Everyone meets me. Cracked magazine loves the Fonz, 1976. Something like that. I'm Dan. I'm your host. Uh, we're in between season three and four right now, and uh, this is 1976. When Fonz Mania was crazy, it was crazy also into 77 and, and would be for, for a little bit longer still. But this was sort of with Crack Magazine or Mazagine, uh, which is what we're talking here. Uh, this was the year where they kind of went nutty with the Fonz. Yeah, that, let's, um, geez, are there are no sound bites for this because I just, I'm literally, I've got a stack of what, one two three four five six seven eight nine crack magazines from good gravy 43 years ago 44 is just sitting in front of me right here so i'm gonna go what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna do what i i did with the last mini so because this obviously since this is the first time fonds or happy days has appeared in the magazine magazine uh the first time would be what was it issue 112 or whatever when the happy days was in there in between seasons one and two we talked about that already what we're going to start off with here is uh, we are actually going to go, and we're not going to cover in detail. If you want a, a coverage in detail, I would recommend there's a there's a great site out there. Uh, it's crackedreviews.blogspot.com by a gentleman named Pierre Le... I, I can't pronounce his last name. We call him Pierre L. Uh, it's a series of crack magazine reviews that are actually from a French... I believe they're from a French site. For all I know, they could be from a French magazine that were translated, and I uh, I love the site. You you can you can check it out. But he reviewed in detail these issues. So you can go on there, look up Crack, uh, say one thirty three, which would be the first one mentioned here, and you can hear about every single article, which is cool beans. I uh, love Crack magazine. Grew up with it. I think I said this in the last one, so I won't go too crazy here. I I admit full well that it isn't as uh, funny or as interesting as Mad was, but I found it sort of blatant pandering to me as a kid was perfect, absolutely wonderful. I mean, I read circa 83, 84, I, I read more 18 parodies in Crack Magazine than I ever read, than I ever saw an episode of A-Team. In fact, that is prob probably still holds true. Um, but in 1976, they loved the Fonz. Now, the interesting thing with Cracked and Mad is up until like 73, 74, I believe this holds true for Mad too, most of the covers of their issues, I mean, you look, you think about Mad Magazine now and the cover is like a parody. You know, I don't know, um, I don't know, you know, uh, maybe, I'm, try, I'm trying to think of what a recent parody would be, but as for the past 
five months or so, we haven't really had anything released. I was going to say like a parody of like Avengers Endgame with Alfred E. Newman as Thanos or something like that, you know, um, or you, 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 you know what I mean, like, like a Big Bang Theory with um, um, Alfred E. Newman as Sheldon, I was going to say, but that isn't actually too far from what that show is, but you, you know what I mean, and there would be, you know, they do a Godfather parody, you know, each of the first three Jaws movies, they do Jaws covers, uh, same, same with Star Wars for Cracked and Mad, but it wasn't actually until around um uh 73ish 73 74ish that that became almost a permanent thing i i'm, I'm give, give me one moment this is going to happen a lot during this episode so i'm looking at it's basically issue 104 which is my my collection by the way i have all i have issues 100 through 212 i have a few after 212 212 is where i stop because that's when bob sproul the not he's not the original editor but he was the editor more or less from like issues 2 or 3 on 212 was his last one i have at the moment, 100 through 212. If anyone has a great collection of 1 to 99, I have maybe a dozen of them. Uh, it's weird. Like, the other day I discovered I had, like, 19, 20, and 21 from, like, the early 60s. So this is weird. Um, but I have um, 100, which I believe is dated May 73. And remember, when I say dated, that means it probably came out in February 73. Like, comics, you know, they'd always be a few. The, the, I don't know why that is. Someone told me why... Uh, they did that once, but I, I don't remember why that is. But it uh, issue 100 is May 73, issue 212 is July 85. So I have 113 continuous cracked issues, and I don't have all the collector's editions of the giant size cracks or the monster parties or the this, that, and the other. This is the actual crack magazine that came out. Um, what, uh, eight times a year, I think? One, two, three, four. Yeah, like eight times a year for over 12 years, which is pretty cool because you get such a swath of pop culture. But one of the one of the joys uh, so uh, of it is that you discover, when you look at it, that it, I think it's issued like 104. It, it cracked it had an issue or two. I think they had an issue like 94 or something, which I don't own, which had like a bunch of famous detectives on it. But I think it's 104 with the Godfather parody on the cover, which is the first full-on cover given over to a parody and then i think a couple issues later the godfather's back and then by like issue 108 or 109 i think it's 110 with columbo from 110 on and i think 110 is putting us in 1974 from 110 on pretty much every cover was a parody of a specific thing um, whether it be a TV uh, show, a movie, uh, when Michael Jackson was here, a lot of Michael Jackson, um, a, 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 char uh, a character or an actor like the Fonz or, or Mork or, or Arnold from Different Strokes or Mr. T. Um, and, you know, Jaws would appear a lot, that kind of thing. But it, it, it's interesting because I always and realize like like mad began in what 54 55 something like that crack began like 58 uh, but it isn't until like 73 74 when cracked and i believe mad around the same time i know mad had done like a batman one and a lawrence of arabia one in the 60s but it wasn't until like 72 73 when every single issue started to be pop culture things and so for more or less like 110 on issues are generally either yeah a, pop, a specific thing like say Columbo or Happy Days or a, like a movie like The Godfather or Star Wars or, or they're sort of pop culture accumulations like we'll see for issue 133 or, or they're specific characters like I said like the Fonz or Mork, Mork, um, Mork and Mindy or, or Mr. T or The Godfather in issue what 106 right there so it's, it's interesting to, I could talk about Cracked all day um, I literally I, to my right like Two feet, 
to my right, I, I can reach them from here, two feet, three feet, uh, I have issues 100 through 212 sitting there with a lot of fun extra issues and things. So anyway, I know what you're thinking, Dan, when are you going to talk about the Fonz? Well, um, prior to um, these issues, I think that they had had, they had had folks they loved. I mean, the f I have a few issues from the mid-60s, and they loved the Munsters. The Munsters, I don't think we're ever on a cover but the monsters were like appear random pictures would appear from the monsters you know with like wacky word balloons saying things and and obviously they like the godfather because he appears on three well more than three um he appears on quite a few but he appears specifically on the two big issues and then he's on he's on when he shares one with jaws and uh yeah and and they did a, a star trek that in mash was on at least one by this time but the Fonz is the first one where they really go crazy uh, when when I get to the end of this discussion, I will tell you the second character, a uh, pop culture character that they seem to really go crazy for. And obviously, as you go along, like I said, Mr. T, Michael Jackson, uh, A Team, um, in the in the early '80s. Uh, obviously, anytime a Star Wars movie comes out, um, and and the other ones I mentioned. But the Fonz is really the first one. You know, like the Godfather was there, two issues he was back, and then maybe. 15 issues he was back again kind of thing but the Fonz is the one they really go crazy on because this is 76 it's Fonz mania and the uh third season of happy days ended early march 1976 as you guys know with arnold's wedding and in march of 76 i believe it was march of 76 um issue 133 came out and if you want you can go on there's a crack like a wiki page you can go on the crack cover gallery or you can go on that crack magazine that crack reviews.blogspot.com the covers are there too and you can go on there and you can look at the covers and join me for crack 133 you won't believe this crack magazine says goodbye asterisk okay what's happening here well, comedy first, but uh, second, what's happening? Because they, they're saying goodbye to the blues, and in the sort of the middle ground, you have Sylvester Peacemai, the janitor, who's the um, the mascot, the Alfred E. Newman of Cracked. And then the background, you have a swarm of pop culture characters. Then in the foreground, you have a bunch of kind of a little blue guys, and it's Cracked says goodbye to the blues. What? Cracked? Why would you do that? You're hurting us. But if you go to the pop culture characters in the back, I'm not going to name them all, but you do get Captain Kirk and um, uh, Mr. Spock. And of course, yeah, this is this is early 76. I don't think... Yeah, no, they hadn't. No, they hadn't. They, the, um, didn't they announce... Th what? I, I don't know when they announced the movie was going to be made. I know it was in production for a while. For all I know, it had already started by this point. All right, well, having a quick Star Trek look, uh, apparently in 75, due to how popular it was in syndication, they began talking about uh, movies, but it was scrapped after a while because no one could come up with a, a storyline epic enough. I like Star Trek motion picture. I think that's a storyline that's epic enough, a la 2001. I also don't know that I'd call it a lot of fun. Star Trek II, however, is a lot of fun. Um, but uh, at Star Trek, the Star Trek gang had been on the cover of issue 126, uh, about a year before this, in 75, around the time when they began work on it. Um, but at this point, yeah, they were still working on it, trying to get a script together. That would get abandoned. Then apparently Close Encounters came out, and what I've just read on Wikipedia, the studio said, oh, sci-fi films, apart from Star Wars, can make a bunch of money. Let's try Star Trek again. But, but at this point, they're sort of in a limbo where syndication is big, big for Star Trek. Um, but the movie isn't quite mm, getting there. Then we get John Wayne, and we get uh, I think that's is that Angie Dickinson. We get we get characters from the magazine 
Hud and Dini, Dini, um, uh, Sagebrush, Nanny Dickering. Uh, let's see, we got I see Dracula, Kojak. Um, we see a little kid right behind Kojak's left shoulder who looks like Alfred E. Newman mixed with Chucky that I like quite a bit. Um, is that Phyllis Diller putting doing the um, rabbit ears to um, uh, Dracula? Maybe, but if you look, if you follow. Sylvester's broom at the end of Sylvester's broom you'll see the fawns that's his first time on the cover ladies and germs so they're they're kind of they got him in the back they seem a little like hmm yes it's it's almost like a preview for what's going to happen for the next issue the rest of the issue is not uh, the fawns doesn't as far as i can tell appear in the next, uh, rest of the issue there's a space 1999 parody um which would probably be more loved now than it was then cuz I, I think um at that time, it was fairly vaguely received, but uh, now it's quite a cult show-ish. Uh, and there's also a Welcome Back Cotter one in there. There is a, there's an article on, what is it, the um, official Cracks Frisbee rating system. Everyone loved Frisbee. That was, what was it? There was, was it the second or third Battle of the Network Stars in 77, where they had a Frisbee competition? There you go. But let's hop to issue 134. So where, where we are now... If you go on the lettuce to a uh, lettuce from our readers page at this time, uh, somewhere in there with the next issue, cracked 134 on sale at your favorite newsstand April 20th. So we go to issue 134, which is April 20th, and it if Fonzie Mania is raging, uh, Laverne Shirley is near the top of the ratings, Happy Days is right behind them or sometimes ahead of them, and issue 134 features you should look it up. The Fonz, the Fonz, and the Fonz. It says the Fon. It says the Fonz four times on the cover, five times on the cover of this issue. Wow, doesn't say it all in the back, but it says the Fonz five times on the cover of this issue. Free bonus giant poster of the Fonz himself, and there is if you you know it was one of those things with the inside of the back and front covers that you could pull pull off at the Staples, and it's just it's just the Fonz, a great Severin drawing of the fonts just and it's just the font standing going hey there's no um joke it's just the fonts now there is something that might be a joke but in the end doesn't seem to be um uh, but but what's the giant post of the fonts himself the fonts up in the top left it's, it's basically the cover is two young gals running towards the fonts the fonts is standing in the middle of everything in his white t-shirt looking a little disturbed and Sylvester P. Smythe is in front of him wearing what I guess is the Fonz's leather jacket. It looks it look doesn't quite look like a leather jacket, but it which just says Fonz on it and Sylvester snapping his fingers and the gals come running. And then at the bottom right hand corner says the Fonz and then and then right along the bottom it says the Fonz takes over this issue. That's not completely true. And it's also not completely true that the way you spell the Fonz is F O N Z E. We just finished season three where every single episode of the opening credits involves a shot of the driveway where you see a piece of paper taped up right next to the staircase that says the T-H-E Fonz, F-O-N-Z, pointing up the steps. So we know the Fonz is spelled without an E. And yet here, five times, we see them spelling it with an E, which is a little weird because if it's a joke, it's not funny. And because, because your first was the, I, I read it as the Fonz. But then I thought, wait a minute, the Fonzie. Maybe they're saying it's the Fonzie, but it's not called the Fonzie. He's Arthur Fonzarelli. He's the Fonz. He's Fonzie. So the Fonzie, is that a joke? 
if it is, it's not a good joke. It also looks to me like it should be the Fonz, not the Fonz E. Um, so it's a little confusing, and it, it could either be a joke that needs to be explained, or it could be a mistake in so, uh, some fashion. Um, now, oh, oh, the episode by the uh, the issue by the way is dated August seventy six. Um, uh, so, so it's kind of interesting to see that I because I remember getting this issue thinking the Fonz with an E. That's not how it's spelled. Everybody knows it's not spelled like that. That's the show knows it's like I said, twenty four episodes or how many episodes it was. You see that his name is T H E F O N Z. So that's a little weird. And also the thing about them too is like. If, if you look on other issues, like upcoming issues we're going to look at, when they mention characters or shows on, on the covers, they don't misspell them on the covers. You know, like Barney Miller may be Blarney Miller. <laughs> ah, inside the issue, but it's Barney Miller on the outside. So, so it's uh, now that's not always true. The, the the Godfather one that I was talking about way back in the day has a goofy name for it. I forget the Rod Father, the Odd Father, or something like that. But at this point, whoever the character is who's on the cover, of the the TV show or the or the, or the movie, they give the right name. So, like when the first one with Mark and Mindy, it says in this issue, Mark and Mindy. You know, and inside it's like Merck and Mondy or something like that. Um, it's true the, the fans is it because usually it'd be the funds or the fans but the fans that's more or less sounds like it how it sounds so it's not if it's a joke i don't get it if it's not a joke then i don't get it either let's start this isn't going to be a mini sode folks this is going on a while uh let's let's i'm gonna we're gonna rebrand this a maxi sode because i love these issues i'm not gonna go crazy like i said going through them but we're gonna make a pass through 134 now First off, I would like to ask anyone who may have been a um, who may have been involved in magazines or something like that. What's with the pea yellow backgrounds? That happens throughout the second half of the '70s into the '80s with with um, with crack. So many of the the um, posters uh, that you know, and and obviously, I I mean my you can hear mine still attached here um, are have a pea yellow background. And in fact, there are some covers. There's a um, I think there's a Morgan Mini cover, and I think there's a Different Strokes cover that has like a pea yellow background. What is it with that pea yellow color? I don't get it. So, but yeah, we get the um, we get the Fonz going, hey, and the poster. It's a fun poster. Hey, Sylvester, we said we wanted to do a takeoff on the Fonz with an E. We didn't mean to take off his leather jacket. Everyone knows that no one does that. Oh, well, enjoy being cool while you can, because in a minute, you're going to be out cold. Oh, boy, Sylvester. So over on page six, we have, uh, I'm going to read just a little. When you hear the word cool, what do, you, what do you usually think of? Well, if you're one of the unhip, you probably think of a low Arctic mass. But if you're one of the hip, the Fonz, E, from Happy Days, should immediately come to mind. What makes this hero to millions the cool guy that he is? For the answer, follow along with us now, as Crack tells you everything you always wanted to know about the Fonz and more. And it just starts up with stuff like uh, the way a nerd operates, the way the Fonz operates. So, like, nerds aren't good at getting dates. The Fonz is good at getting dates. Um, convincing people nerds are not good. Using a vending machine, um, you know, your, your regular nerd will put in some change. The Fonz just kicks it, and soda comes out. Fighting someone, um, the nerd gets beat up. And the fo this is an interesting one. The Fonz does a thing where, so the nerd kind of like raises his hand and goes, see this fist? And then the thug goes, yeah, see this one? Punches the nerd in the face. Whereas the Fonz goes, see this fist? And the thug goes, yeah. And then the Fonz stomps his foot. Well, the Fonz never does that in the show, 
Spike does, however. And if this came out in April, that was I think that Spike was like in January, February. So I'm wondering if um, I'm wondering if the person who wrote this had seen the um, seen that Spike episode. It's it's the um, well that would have been around the the Laverne Shirley one. Um, I'm wondering because it's weird because that just doesn't seem like that. That's one of the things that the Fonz does a fight like that. You know, Richie says like I've never seen you throw a punch. Yeah, because I don't have to. But that that's interesting that they have the spike stomp, and you get the Fonzie's dictionary is written by Fonzie himself. Okay, this is interesting. I just realized this. So I'm talking about the Fonz F O N Z E, thinking it's either a misspelling, or it's a Fonzie. But right here, the Fonzie's Dictionary is F-O-N-Z-I-E. So they know Fonzie is spelled Z-I-E. So Z-E is looking more and more like a mistake or a bad joke. But yeah, Fonzie's Dictionary, I could read it all, but it's definitions of bike, chick, cool, cool cat, dig, get my drift, hip, nerd, a guy or chick who just doesn't make it, nowheresville, where a nerd usually hangs out, shades, square, and turkey. And we flip the page over to 8. We get the Fonzie's day from about 7.30 in the morning to 11 at night when he goes to sleep and he hangs out with his bike and he dreams about gals and he combs his hair a lot and he goes to the garage and he works there. And What makes the Fonz the Fonz? And we get sort of like um, the kind of going over um, hair held perfectly in place with either Vaseline or Quaker State, 30 weight. Um, muscles not prominent but always ready to assist. A fist. Blue jeans unpatched but faded. T-shirt always visible under leather jacket, very clean but maybe slightly torn because that's the way Marlon Brando wore it in the wild one. Uh, and just stuff like that. Eyes, voice, blah 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 blah. Hand with thumb in upturned position. This is usually accompanied by the phrase "Hey." Then some Fonzie's whole movie and stills. The birth of Fonzie. Um, Fonzie's a little baby. Fonzie on his first sort of motorcycle. Um, Fonzie with his first motorcycle. A weird, weird and one with um, the Fonz in, uh, you know, like a nursery in the hospital. And it shows all the babies crying except for Fonzie, who's crawling from his baby bed into Eloise's baby bed. Oh boy, Fonz. Oh boy. And then we get more. Next page 10, we get the Fonz in action, which is like a page and a half long sort of cartoon where he kind of um, goes after a gal on the beach. He rides his motorcycle on the beach, but then in the end, some big guy named Dickie uh, tries to beat him up. Oh boy. Then um, the cool and uncool pets names, put downs, clothing, idols. Um, and it's a, it, it, it's an interesting article because... Um, they they are doing a weird thing where sometimes they seem to be kind of making fun of the Fonz a bit, but sometimes they don't seem to be. So it makes for a weird, like, cool and uncool put-downs. The Fonz yells, your sister has a mustache. Uncool person yells, oh yeah, your father wears clothes. That, that's very much cracked humor. So it's, it's, it's an interesting article because it really seems to try to at once sort of define the Fonz in its own way, but it's also kind of making fun of them, but it, it, doesn't, it doesn't quite... It works. It's super fun to read, but you're never quite sure, like, with... Did they misspell his name on the cover and all throughout? Or is that is that a joke? If it's not a joke, then they're spelling his name for real, thinking that's for real and that's a mistake. And then that poster is completely serious. There's no joke on the poster. So it's it's like there are jokes in this segment, but they're jokes sort of extrapolating from the Fonz's character. They're not specifically satirizing the Fonz's character, which is actually, they like the Fonz, I guess. Or, or they 
they thought um, they thought that their readers liked the font so much they didn't want to see him make fun of. So what they did instead was they kind of augmented. His, you know that would be the thing. Like at this time, you couldn't, uh, apart from reruns, you know, you couldn't uh, you couldn't go back and watch the episode again uh, unless you like maybe record them on a cassette recorder or something. But you would. But but with a crack magazine that was filled with font stuff, you could enjoy the fonts. You could look at the fonts. You could have fun with the fonts. It wasn't quite the fonts of the TV show, but then the fonts of the TV show could sometimes be a little strange um but it, it, it's it's a fun it's a fun article let's uh let me just i'm gonna make a quick scan through the rest of 134 it's a very funny article on the art of ventriloquism i think satan's campaign to promote hell which is actually a reprint i believe there's a starsky and hutch parody barfsky and clutch <laughs> oh it's got the godfather in it oh and kojak huh yeah they love bringing these characters colonel sanders Crack interviews the movie king ends it all, and yeah. So so the Fonz basically he he's on the cover, he's on the inside covers, and he gets that nice six page article about him. That's one thirty four. That is sort of the main one with him on the cover. Um, one thirty five. He is on the cover. Uh, this is this would have been. Let's see. This would have come out on June eighth, nineteen seventy six during during the summer of Fonz. Actually, the summer of the nineteen seventy six Olympics and and the bicentennial and such. Or the summer of the Fonz, and a bionic woman is on the cover with um, six million dollar man and, and two little bionic babies. And it's funny because on the cover, um, there is it isn't specifically a Fonz related cover except in the upper left hand corner. Normally in the upper left hand corner, we get um, uh, you get upside down, you get something funny is going on here, and then in between something funny. And is going on here you get sylvester p smythe's face in the previous issue i forgot to mention um sylvester's got his hair slicked back and has cool sunglasses in this one instead of sylvester you get the fawns so he's it's great it's great because he's like I'm not really on the cover but i am on the cover but the bionic there is actually a joke here with the bionic babies and um sylvester bringing the bionic babies a thing of milk and a thing of motor oil hey that's fun so uh issue 135 we start off on the Lettuce from Our Readers page, which has uh, uh, one of the frames from the previous issue. Um, Dear Cracked, before reading your article, everything you wanted to know about the Fonz and more, my letter to you would have looked like this. Dear Cracked, I love your issue, number 134, featuring the Fonz, without an E. It was interesting and funny. I recommend it to anyone who likes to laugh. Keep up the good work. Stanley Ribbons, Yukon, Connecticut. But now I've become Fonz, thanks to you. So here's my letter. Dear Crack, 134 was cool. I laughed. Do some more Fonz articles. Now, Stan the Rib Ribbons, Yukon, Connecticut. Hey, Stan, isn't that Stan the Guy Nerd? Hey, hey. And little, there's a little thing on the side where they list all the names of people who have subscriptions and are fans and um who are friends of cracked and there's the fonz as a friend of cracked there's the a poster kind of a small thingy and uh there are all these little names of subscribers and friends of crack but in the middle in big letters the fonz without any hey i picked up the last issue of the magazine and noticed uh one friend of cracked was missing as you can see that situation has been corrected and they do apologize to the Fonz, although in their apology, they spell it F-O-N-Z-E as opposed to F-O-N-Z. In, do they think there are two different spellings for it? I don't know. One of the things I do love about the magazine so much is that after the Bionic Woman parody, we get a cracked look at CB radios. Oh, yeah. And I think in a few issues, we'll get another CB radio-related one. All the fads, all the the little things I hear. Some of them, you might remember some of them, you go to look at and go, what? I don't remember that at all. Oh, and it's funny, 
because we are in summer of 76 so how america won her independence and cracked guide to the olympics oh and the pet rock craze do you remember that i only vaguely remember that i was very very little but the rock craze rolls on with rock cars and rock children and rock politicians and the cigarette lighter rock and oh for fun okay here's an interesting one so um we yeah they do a um a thing later on in the issue around issue th- page 36 called Fonzarella and so you get this nerdy kid named Fonzarella and his two kind of like hippie brothers and they're going to a party and then one day Fonzarella's godfather shows up and yes it is Marlon Brando is the godfather and he turns the Fonz into or Fonzarella into the Fonz and he's like hey and it's it's great and it's great, and it's it's basically the Fonz that they created in Cracked Magazine uh, in the last issue, now without a E in his name, going to the dance Cinderella style and dancing with the gals and having a great time, and then he turns into a nerd again, and then at the end he's still a nerd, even though he can fit into the Fonz's leather jacket. It's fun to see. I mean, the Fonz isn't in I mean, it's, it's not a long bit. It's only like five pages, and the Fonz is in... A little more than a page and a half. Let's say two pages of the five. But it's still, uh, it's still fun, regardless, to uh, to see that. So that, that's kind of the main Fonz thing in here. They're just kind of reminding us that the Fonz is part of our lives. And so we end up with the crack guy to skateboarding and crack interviews. The political king, of course. Um, uh, presidential election. This was '76. Presidential election. Of Carter uh, winning. Uh, coming up a little later on. So that is 135. Then we hop ahead. Issue 136 came out July 13th. And issue 136, you're going to love the cover. Look up the cover. In this issue, Laverne and Shirley, the Fonz, no E, says, read it. It's a great Severn cover. It's the it's the um, the beer line with the gals working on it. And um, one of them has a stamp. Laverne has an okay stamp. Shirley has a cool stamp. And she stamped cool on the Fonz's head. The Fonz is sitting on the conveyor belt with his tiny little legs and his long, thin head. Um, uh, having, a, having a little bit of cracked beer, which is awesome let's dive in i think there's 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 Fonz stuff in here sometimes it was you know it, the Fonz is on the cover they'll, they'll actually kind of the the, the Fonz being on the cover is kind of a reference to something that happened with laverne and shirley but we will we'll check that out in a moment and before i go because the font the Fonz appears in the laverne and shirley parody it's always so weird to me to look at the laverne and shirley ratings because their their first season what they were number three their second season they forgive me i'm wrong i'm just i'm just making forgive me if i'm wrong i'm just making sure i'm right the first season they were number three the second season they were number two behind happy days the third and fourth seasons they were number one and then their fifth season they were number like 42 the story behind that is is a frustrating one and a kind of a wacky one but it's 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 interesting to see that like how could a show <laughs> that for Six, seven, eight, literally like three and a half years was at the top of the ratings, could suddenly f- not be in the top 40. And the thing about that is 42, that's cumulative. So that means like the ratings were really in the toilet at one point in that. Okay, regardless, regardless, uh, let us hop in here. There's a great, um, 
uh, letter in here. Um, uh, I wish to complain about your obviously uncool spelling of the Fonz, F-O-N-Z in issue 134. Everyone knows that there is no E in Fonz. You spelled it F-O-N-Z-E. Come on, crack. Get with it. John Manna, Bredo, Vermont, Bredo, Vermont. Dear John, issue 134 was the last job our proofreader worked on before getting kidnapped. Oh, that was a running thing about the proofreader getting kidnapped throughout this time period. But yeah, issue 134 was Fonz-tastic. The Fonz was cool. Starsky and Hutch was a double deal. They're fantastic, and we're all fantastic. We're having a great time. So then we go into the main article, which is Laverne, and I don't even get the Laverne, L-E-V-E-R-N-E, and Shirley, S-H-I-R-L-Y. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, and then the great thing about it is that um, uh, at the very end, you know, like they have this big reunion at the very end, you know, uh, it's at the end of the reunion, and Laverne is saying, "Oh, I'm sorry that Cheryl, this whole evening has been a real disaster. Maybe date-wise, but I'm pretty happy with the reunion. Yeah, the reunion, it's nice. And Shirley, the turnout has been the best ever. Laverne, I'll say, considering only 73 kids in our class graduated, how did you get all of them to come? Shirley, same way we got 50 million viewers to watch our first two shows. In the last panel, I invited the Fonz, and there he is, thumbs in the air. A and that's true. The Fonz was, was there. Much like uh, Joni Love Chachi, the um, second season, when it was on its own, on what, like Friday night, kind of leading in the night. The first episode was, you know, the Fonzie, Fonzie visits. Oh, yes, I forgot. Page 34, the Fonz throughout history. We get the Fonz in caveman times, Pharaoh Fonz, Fonzini and Cleopatra, oh, Fonzin and Delilah. The Fonz of the Middle Ages, Fonzalot and Queen Guinevere, which has the Fonz in drag, which we may be seeing soon. Sir Walter Fonzie and Queen Elizabeth, um, the Fonz visits Lucretia Borgia, the Fonz of Puritan time, Chief Fonz sells Manhattan, Fonzie the Minuteman, the Minute Ride of Paul Fonzie, Midnight Ride of Paul Fonzie, uh, let's see, Little George Fonzington, the Fonz in Plantation Times. Oh boy. <laughs> Little Red, um, what is it? Little Little Red Riding Hood, um, which is the Fonz, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs with the Fonz, William Fonz Tell, Robin Fonzie, Cinderella. We already did Cinderella, but it's 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 a pretty interesting article in that Fonzie and Plantation Times. Oh boy, what what was that article called? Oh, the Bad News Bears is up next. I don't think I've ever actually seen the Bad News Bears. Yeah, so Fonz throughout history. Yep, and that's the Bad News Bears. Cracked interviews an Olympic training king, and I think that is it for issue 136 it's it's a fun it's a fun issue just to see the fonts pop up a few times so the next issue is august 17th so we're still in the summer um the next season begins in like september 21st so i think by this point we're get we might be getting actually won't be for a few weeks till we might be in the fonzie and pinky sort of um look out for them. now in issue 137 it's actually the sweat hogs and uh, Mr. Cotter on the cover, but, but, on the cover, right underneath the C and Cracked, free inside, extra bonus, our gift to you, easy to do, a real Cracked Fonz iron-on for totally cool t-shirts. So if you go to the back inside cover, you will see how to use your Cracked iron-on. It is an iron-on, and it's fantastic. It basically says, I'm the Fonz on his day off and there's a big drawing the severin drawing of of the fonz the henry winkler's face 
and you would basically put that I'm, I've been so dying to try this but I don't think it'll work anymore because it looks like most of the ink is actually on the shut ups page which is the opposite page but um I love the fact the iron on can be used more than once. Simply follow the same directions, but hold the iron down on the fabric a little longer. I want to get a white t-shirt, and I want to make an I'm the Fonz on his day off. I've been wanting to do that since I got this issue. That issue, issue 137, is a fun one, and it's a special fun-filled summer edition. But because it has a Fonz iron on, it becomes one of the best things ever. All right, and the letters from our readers. Dear Cracked, this is from Jerry Kappa. St. Louis, Missouri. You've been the only humor magazine in America to do the Fonz justice. John Severn has captured his character to a T, and your stories are even funnier than the ones on TV. Crack, you're where it's at. Dear Jerry, not only are we where it's at, we're going to be where it's going to be. Check your newsstands for our special Fonz for President edition. If you liked our Fonz swoosh, you'll love Crack's hysterical 50-page tribute to the coolest candidate in American history, so don't just stand there. Get out and vote for the Fonz. Oh, boy, yay! And they do say that in the previous page, too. You do the Fonz better than the Fonz. Your publication, your publication continues to amaze me. Dave Melznor from Nashville, Tennessee. And we've only got more in store, Dave, including the one and only Fonz for President game that's sweeping the nation. It's yours free in King Size Crack number 10. Get down on the Fonz. I don't have King Size Crack number 10, so I can't get on the Fonz for President game fun. But I do have the Fonz for President collector's edition which we will talk about at the end of this rather widening mini-sode so this is how the cotter gang spent their Chris, uh, summer vacation so it's the cotter gang and they're doing their thing they're hysterical <laughs> oh god and let's see lots of stuff going on here here's a fun one page 22 uh it's basically it's three columns on the left is the problem in the middle is the richie cunningham solution on the right, it's the Fon solution. You get a drawing of uh, Ron Howard and a drawing of um, uh, Henry Winkler, Richie the Fonz, and stuff like the problem. A gang of hoods approaches you and your date on a dark, lonely street. The Richie Cunningham solution, you pray your date knows karate. The Fon solution, you accept the gang's apology when they find out you're the Fonz. Um, dinner, dinner for two comes to $5 more than you have in your person. Richie, you quietly ask your date to slip you a fiver under the table. Fonz, you show your date that you're no male chauvinist by permitting her to pick up the tab. Let's see. While on a no, how about whom do you, whom do you get for a substitute when your prom date gets sick at the last minute? Richie, you desperately call up the class wallflower and hope she's available. Fonz, you tell all the other girls in town fight it out for the privilege. It's stuff like that, and it's great. And there's more stuff on the American Revolution. And a cracked look at a wrestling. Oh my gosh, that's right. I completely forgot this one. Beach blanket party. Every once in a while, they would go back to uh, parody older stuff, um, like Fonzarella, I guess, is you know parody of Cinderella. They did one like for Sherlock Holmes. They um, and they did. Uh, they've done others, uh, but this is beach blanket party. It's the gang going to basically the gang going into a beach party movie. Now, um, beach party movies are a long story. They sort of began in the late 50s, um, but the actual proper beach party movie began 62-63 with the beach party films from AIP. There were seven. What is it? Beach Party, Muscle Beach Party, I'm missing Bikini Beach, Pajama Party, Beach Blanket Bingo, Hottest Stuff of Wild Bikini, and The Ghost in the Invisible Bikini. You had lots of others around there. I'm a big fan of the beach party films. I wish there were more than just three on Blu-ray, but I'm a big fan of the films, and um, they're lots of fun to watch. And at this point in... 
happy days, we wouldn't have been surfing yet. We we would have sur- surfing. Uh, it was like sixty two, sixty three was when that became. I mean, the Beach Boys and Beach Party movies and things like that. So at, if the show is is I don't know fifty eight, fifty nine, we're a few years before that. But it's great because in this one. King Surfer shows up when the whole gang has, has arrived, and King Surfer is the Fonz, looking fairly goofy on a surfboard in his leather jacket with little shorts on and his tiny, tiny little spindly legs, like, I don't know, like um, praying mantis legs. I don't know what kind of legs, but they're very funny, and he shows up, and everyone, um, um, and everyone loves the Fonz, and they're all hanging out, and, uh, and they, they keep making fun of, um, pardon me, the fat girl. Um, you know, and I forget what her name is, and the Fonz keeps kind of um, uh, making fun of her, which you know isn't nice, but that's the kind of thing they did then. And there's yeah, there's all kinds of um, great wackiness with the Fonz, and in the end, there's a tidal wave. And I will just say, you you should read it and enjoy. It. It's basically it is a beach party movie parody with the Fonz jammed in there. And of course, there was what Harvey Lembeck's um, "Come on, stupids! Come on, you stupids!" Um, constantly like um, freezing himself. What's 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 his character's name? Harvey Lembeck's character's name. Why, Von Zipper. Yes. Um, and he would. Uh, he was he was a dummy. And so so there were like greaser biker guys in there. Whereas the Fonz, everyone loves the Fonz and have a good time with the Fonz. But the but if you go to page thirty two and you go to the second row over on the right, you'll see the Fonz yelling or King Surfer yelling Tidal Wave and he's making the best face ever. It's a fun it's a fun article and I I always forget that the Fonz is in that, even if they call him King Surfer. So uh what else do we have? Wow this one is really packed. If the Fonzie guest starred on other shows, this is an interesting one because I don't think it's drawn by Severin. But it's fun anyways. It's um it's if the Fonz were on Hawaii five O if the Fonz were on Sesame Street, uh, he calls a Big Bird a nerd. If the Fonz were on Meet the Press, uh, if the Fonz were on Police Woman, um, oh dear, oh that's right. Not only does the Fonz dress uh, as a ballet, no, no, she the Fonz dresses as a chorus line dancer in a little skirt and fishnet stockings. But at one point, the Fonz is in. Wow, I completely forgot about this. <laughs> this is, remember the Fonz and Plantation times? Well, it's back. Uh, then there's a Waltons and a Star Trek, and there's a lot of Fonz stuff in here. Wow. And then there's even the next article, Crack's favorite TV scenes from last season has a shot from Happy Days. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then Crack interviews the Art King with Annie Dickering, and then the... Wow. I forget how much... 137 actually probably has more Fonz stuff in it than the issue they dedicate to the Fonz. He's not on the cover, but there's that five-page beach party thing, and then there's four pages of that, and then the iron, wow. Hmm. So let's, let us hop ahead now. The next issue is dated December uh, 1976, came out September 28th, so this came out, I think, the same day that uh, Fonzie Loves Pinky Part 3, the second episode of Season 4, which we would have watched as Fonzie Loves Pinky Part 2, um, the one that began with the Malachi Crunch and... Um, and with the last appearance of Pinky, but we'll we'll discuss that. So, one thirty-eight. This one, the cover of it is your TV favorites. How do they rate? And the cover is a is a fun cover with Sylvester B. Smythe signing autographs from the Fonz's autograph book. And it's Laverne and Shirley, and it's uh, Jimmy J.J. Walker. It's Starsky and Hutch. It's John Travolta. Well, yeah, it's, it's his sweat hog character, and then um, 
Gabe Kaplan as, as Cotter, and then the Fonz, and the Fonz is, is going like the, okay, yeah, to, um, uh, to uh, us, and he has an If You're Cracked, You're Happy t-shirt on, and everybody loves Sylvester P. Smythe, and I don't think there's a lot in this one. Dear Crack, thanks so much for that fantastic Fonz Iron-On. Uh, what a great bonus. I never know what to expect from you guys when I pick up a new crack. Please stay the same by being different every issue like you are. Paul Kayser, the Fonz on his day off. And new from Cracked, uh, the things I mentioned, there's an ad for it. What I mentioned last time is the Cracked Fonz for President Collector's Edition and the King Size Cracked with a big Fonzie game in it. Gosh, I wish I had that issue. Um, the, main, the main article in here is Cracked presents the Great Nielsen Airwave War, which is about the ratings and the fight for ratings between the three stations. And at one point in the ABC bunker, uh, right after Shirley kisses... Um, Squiggy, uh, the the Fawn shows up and talks to General Hospital and says, "I just General Hospital, I just wanted you to know that my tulips are ready for action." And as a bonus, I turn my bike, I tune my bike and get this. Yeah, Fonz? Richie Cunningham grew another freckle. Great, great. That's the main appearance of the Fonz in that article. He's he's in the final frame. Where, um, which is just a small recreation of the cover. There's one of my favorite frames is on page 11, up near the top in the second row over on the right is Claude Aikens of Frank Converse. Are they? Yes, it's a deep wound. I'm afraid they're canceled. And that's the two of them from Moving On, the great uh, trucking show from the from the mid 70s that I love the two seasons of that. But yeah, the Fonz only appears in that briefly. He does appear a crack look at America's other political parties running in November. There's the Greasers for Peace Party where the Fonz is in charge of uh, every Thursday will be boring day. I'm sorry, but it's it's decreed that you spend the day with either a nerd or insurance salesman. So it's the Fonz separating women from their guys or, or maybe sending her gals uh, to other guys saying, you know, you got to go out with a nerd or insurance salesman. I like it. It all makes sense. There is another CB article. Yes, CB mania. It's got up to mania, which I love. And the, the centerpiece is sort of the... Um, uh, Ford Carter fight. Oh boy. How TV shows could be killed without canceling them. Crack look at a picnic area. Baseball cards that tell it like it is. Criminal shenanigans. That's one of those older ones with all um, kind of like an older um, parody. One afternoon in a local stairs. So what goes on in a monster's mind? That's lots of fun. And in the top right of page 37, King Kong. Keep that in mind. The making of silent movie with uh, the Mel Brooks film, which I haven't seen in ages. And then Cracked interviews the backdoor, outdoor king. I'm the backdoor king. No, the outdoor, sorry. Cracked interviews the outdoor king. And that, that's it in that one. There isn't a lot in 138. And I think there might be less in the next one. So we're going to 139, which is November of uh, 1976. It's great. The front cover features, it's Barney Miller. In this issue, we cop out on Barney Miller. We're inside the, um, we're inside, and it's great because Sylvester, who's a cop, is bringing in King Kong. You see Kong's gigantic paw or hand coming into the, 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 um, the station, but the thing that makes it really great is who's behind bars? The Fonz. There we go. Thank you, Fonz. Another cover in a row. That's awesome. So let's just dive in real quick. Um, uh, King Kong arrested for jaywalking. Looks like Sylvester made the biggest pinch in history. But where are Barney and his crew going to put him? Not in with the Fonz, we hope. That wouldn't be cool. Yeah. There is a King Kong related article. This is around the time that the remake came out. 
and uh, we're going to be talking more about that very briefly next up there's a, actually a really hysterical article called the Cowtown Gazette which I love crack look at an employment office oh there is the Fonz does show up in the cracked world crack looks at the world of superdom and there is um uh yeah one in here three panel one where like a super duper super guy kicks uh some guy in the behind and he turns out he's the Fonz and the Fonz is going to whoop his tush there you have it and we get a wide world of sports parody yeah i think that's about it but that's really about it for the Fonz in this one he's on the cover he's mentioned on the inside and he appears in a super dumb now we're going to the last one we're talking about here um because this is the end of 76 for the, the magazine december 21st merry christmas everyone 1976 march number 140 this covers king kong in this issue we monkey with king kong okay i guess i was wrong when i said they don't do the parody. but maybe that's spelled wrong too they got the Fonz spelled wrong maybe they spelled king kong wrong but this is the second issue in a row with King Kong on the cover. And the thing about it is, if you go with the Fonz, what do we got? We got one, two, three, four issues in a row with the King with the Fonz on the cover. If you count the Fonz being mentioned, we have seven issues in a row because the Fonz iron on. But four actually on the cover. Seven in a row if you include a mention. But this is Kong's second in a row. And he's going to be on two more. You know, you may be thinking, oh, the King Kong, yeah, remake. We didn't, uh, there, mm, yeah, that wasn't so great, or I didn't think that was so big. Well, Crack did. They put him on four covers in a row. He'll be, I think the next one is a Marathon Man parody, where Dustin Hoffman's character is being chased by Kong. And the one after that is a MASH parody, where they're all sitting in his hand, and they're putting a Band-Aid on his hand. So this one doesn't have a lot in it, but it does have the Fonz in it. And this is going to close out 76. And let, let's just dive in. Just real quick into this one, and then we will... We got one more issue, and then we'll wrap it up. Okay, we've got a few things in here. Two of them brief. Uh, if King Kong make guest appearances on TV... And there's a Happy Days one. And it's, you know, Richie, hey, Fonz, did you meet that new guy just moved into town? You mean that nerd with the fur coat? And Ralph, he's awfully big, Fonz. Uh, if I were you, I wouldn't call him a nerd. If you were me, there'd be no hope for the world. Besides, yesterday we met and I had a long talk with him about what's cool and what isn't. And Richie, think you got the message, Fonz? Judge for yourself, Cunningham. And then you see King Kong pull up in an enormous motorcycle. And he's wearing leather boots, and he's got his hair done like the Fonz. And he steps off the motorcycle and goes, Ayyyy! And the Fonz says, Now that's what I call cool. Then we hop ahead to page 32. If the Fonz became bionic, of course. This was one of the things they loved doing, and they would do more and more of, is combining these things. They kind of hide this one. But they would, like, there's a, I think at the end of 77, there's a, like, if the, the bionic man meets Star Wars, you know, and, and there are all sorts of different, you know, like the Mork meets Arnold Drummond, you know, um, and they would have all these different meetings. Uh, you know, the A-team teams up with Michael Jackson. You know, they, they, they just love doing stuff like this, uh, melding the two two pop culture things. So this is the Fonz becoming bionic, and he, he gets into a crash, and they make him bionic, and it, it's Bionzi and his bionic bike. Bionic eye for spotting girls miles away. Bionic lips. Look out. Bionic arms. Watch out, ladies. Special bionic motor. Bionic leg. Makes starting bike a lot easier. Super bionic tires. Able to grip surface. Bionic hair. Steel comb needed. Bionic brain. Makes black book unnecessary. Bionic ear. 
and you get all sorts of great bionic jokes with you know the Fonz is bionic and um at the end of it they say you know that the that the Fonz would become famous when he becomes he would become famous respected loved admired and then the Fonz says hold it how's it any different from the way i am now come to think of it he's right bionic or not the Fonz would always be the Fonz. he's the coolest Oh, yeah. Another fun article. And I'll just wrap it up here. The Blue Knight. They do a parody of, I forget what that movie was, with George Kennedy. It was a Blue Knight. K-N-I-G-H-T, right? And the first panel of it, as the two cops are out on patrol, you see the Fonz. Boom. So that is issue 140. And now we're going to we cover one more thing, and then we're done. Boy, I was hoping I'd get to this one quicker. I didn't. I, I forgot how many things. They really cover a lot of stuff. This is the big one, folks. Um... I think after I do the fourth season, I'll do a um, Cracked Loves the Fawns 77, and then maybe a Cracked Loves the Fawns 78, or I may combine 77 and 78 together. I mean, I know in 77, they do another Happy Days parody, and there are at least, there's at least one more Happy Days parody after that. But I don't know if it's in the same year, but this is the big one. This is the big one. That's why it's a mini-so that's an hour long. So I'm just looking at the Crack Collector's Edition number 16. Now, I don't have a lot of these Collector's Editions. This one is 76 and obviously came out, um, yeah, came out in the summer of 76. Fonz Mania at its height. Presidential election coming up. And so we get Fonz for President. Now, these Collector's Editions, they're, they're a mix. Uh, like sometimes, I have a few of them, and sometimes they're just, um, they're just uh, recycled you know, like um, the best of TV parodies, you know, the best movie parodies, you know, um, uh, you know, there's disaster movies. I think I have that one. I think it's issue 125 is this great Severin one with like Sylvester Smythe in the foreground, like shaking and in the background, it's earthquake and everything's falling apart. I know they use that same cover on Crack Collector's Edition. And there's a great cover. I think it's like 103 of Sylvester watching all these monsters come out of the a monster movie, including Hitler. Um, and, uh, and that's on the cover of one of them too. But this one, the, the great thing is that every once in a while, they would have one like Fonz for President. Or there's a Mork from Ork one, and there is a Jaws, a Shark one, which is all new stuff, almost all new stuff, with a brand new cover. Now, now I say all new stuff. This is, well, how long is this? This issue is 50 pages, I mean, 52, 52 pages, and from beginning to end, from cover to cover, 52 pages. And the majority of it, or more, is all new stuff, which is a bitchin'. So let us let us start the cover. I'm going to go through it quickly. I'm not going to go through everything. I'm just going to... You, you should find a copy of this if you love the Fonz. You, you'll get a lot of joy of this. I wish that game, whatever that game was that was in the giant... The giant size cracks were basically like those big mad editions that they would put out like a few times a year that were lots of... Uh, reprints and and that cracked would have like games and things in the middle of them and the occasional new thing i don't have a lot of those um basically because like once you go into like the late 70s early 80s and things most of the stuff in there i already have it's it's fun to see it in juxtaposed in, in new spots J just in the same way that actually if you read cracked like between 100 to 212 you will see not a lot but quite a few, and I think there's one issue like around 205 or 206 or something that was like 15 pages of it is all reprinted. But reprinted stuff does show up. And there is an article, it may have been in 133 or 4, where they reprinted an article but left the last page off. So it was, some, it was something like it's an article where like, we're all going to hell. 
and it's like a five-page article on the fifth page is here's what we can do to not go to hell but they left it off in the second one so it looks like we're all just going to add something like that so anyway fonts for president the cover is fantastic it's a severin cover big banner at the top fonts for president he is sitting on John Wayne's shoulders. He's given us the A. Laverne Shirley are there. The Godfather is there. The other candidates are in the background. Uh, I see Kojak. I see, I see lots of people. I see, um, uh, oh, police. Well, I'm saying Angie Dickinson. I see Jimmy J.J. Walker. I see Columbo. I see um, uh, uh, McGarrett uh, from Y50. And some just random people, too. But everyone, they've got Fonz hats on, and we want Fonz, and having a great freaking time if you let's go uh well let, let's go let's flip inside let's go inside so you go inside and the poster is arthur fonzarelli for president which is the it isn't a drawing it's actually a publicity still of henry winkler you know it's time for another party at the white house the all-night party and then you see a picture of a drawing of mount rushmore and um uh, guess who is on there in the place of uh teddy roosevelt the fonz I know you thought I was going to say, and no, he is not on Mount Rushmore. So, so yeah, let's let's just flip in, and we're, we're going to go crazy, uh, but we're going to go quickly. So, um, the letters page is Lettuce to the Fonz. Over, it's funny. Over on the far right, they have the cracked Friends of Cracked thing, and it's a reprint of the one from 135 with like the Fonz in big bold letters with him giving the A, and they're just letters to people asking the Fonz stuff he'd do if he was president. You know, um, would you have a winter White House like past presidents have had? Yeah, Antarctica. It's the only place as cool as the Fonz. You know, um, are you in favor of nuclear arms? What am I, the Bionic Man? The old-fashioned right and left are good enough for the Fonz. What's the best way for a teacher with 64 years of experience? Experience to achieve a higher salary, become a plumber, stuff like that. Um, they're very much crack jokes like that mixed with Fonz-related things. Mr. Fonzarelli, how do you feel about Turkey, the country? I like the white meat, and I think the drumsticks make beautiful music. Hey, and um, there is a great shot of the Fonz standing next to a snowman, going hey. I don't know what that's from. That might be new. Move over, Jerry. The Fonz is coming through. Talking to Gerald Ford. Um, there's a um, uh, $6 million man dressed as the Fonz. It's all great stuff. Hey. And Fonzie's presidential platform. I'm not going to go too far into it, but it's it's as you can imagine. It's, it's what the Fonz will do and how cool the Fonz is. And I, I don't want to go on uh, too, too far for it because, wow, it is six pages, huh? Seven pages. Wow. It's a seven-page brand-new article about the Fonz's presidential f platform. It's great. Fon followed by Fonzie's financial statement and holdings, which I love. Signed, Would I Lie, Da Fonz. And then we get Fonzie's cabinet. Okay, this is... Well, that other article was fun, but I can go through this article quicker. His vice president is Vinnie Barbarino. Of course, we have a um, shot of, of John Travolta. Press secretary, Ralph Malf. There's the Fonz and Ralph in, in the men's room. Uh, secretary of Health, Richie Cunningham. It's awesome here because the picture of Richie is a picture of Donnie Most, or Don Most, Ron Howard, and Henry Winkler at the um, at the like the Happy Days baseball game they used to play. And the weird thing about it is that... Um, the way it's laid out is Henry Winkler has a hand on his shoulder and his his um, left arm is up, but the picture cuts off whoever's there. Maybe maybe Potsy, maybe Joni. I don't know. That would be awesome, though. But it's cool because um, the Fonz is wearing a Lords of Flatbush t-shirt, which will come into place in a moment. Uh, Department of Welfare, a bunch of old guys. Secretary of the Navy, Admiral J.W. Smiley, which is a picture of Jaws. A Joint Chiefs of Staff, 
the Lords of Flatbush from the movie The Lords of Flatbush. Um, Sylvester Stallone being one of the Lords of Flatbush. They will appear again on the back cover. Uh, that that baseball picture is so much so much fun, so much fun. Uh, who else? Um, Secretary of Rock and Roll Elvis. There's a great shot from um, Mr. And Mrs. Uh, I see Mrs. C and the Fonz uh, dancing. Secretary of Forestry. Howdy doody. First ladies. It's him. It's a picture of the Fonz doing his Christmas photo. Let's see. Secret Service Elwood Q. Thistletop. That's a picture of Rondo Hatton. Sure. Very Foreign Affairs Committees. Uh, that would be Dr. McCoy, Captain Kirk, and Mr. Spock. Oh, yeah. Secretary of Defense. Who else? The Fonz. Secretary of Education. Horshack. Energy Department. The Prez will use this as his official limousine in order to save fuel. The motorcycle and air out his head. Hey, yeah. Wow, there's more. Secretary of Treasury, Juan Epstein. Treasury, Juan Epstein. Department of Transportation, some turtles. Secretary of Cool, who else? The Fonz. It's fun. It's fun because it's like a pop culture bounce around, and you get to go, oh my gosh, that person, that person, that person. And then we get a great, to, uh, crack, a cracked look at. They did these in most issues. Cracked look at Arnold's drive in. Which is in the, um, yeah, sort of, I think it's in the middle of the issue. Yes, it is. There are the staples. But this, a crack look at Arnold's driving, this was not in one of the issues. So this is actually a, a crack look at done specifically for this, which is fun because all the gang are there and they're talking and they're doing their thing. The Fonz is there. Uh, there's Richie and there's Potsy and there's Ralph and there's Mr. And Mrs. C. It's really fun. I'm not going to go through the jokes in it, but it's, it's, um, it's fun. Oh, there's Joni. Hey. Um, oh, there's Laverne Shirley. Hey. So then we get Fonz campaign buttons. Uh, an election day trade in your Ford for a Fonz. Uh, the Fonz wants you to vote for him or else. Uh, vote at least once for the Fonz. The change is easy. F-O-R-D. Cross out, o, uh, cross out the R-N-D and put the N-Z. Don't be a nerd. Fonz is the word. Fonzarelli for president in 76. Then an ad for the Crack Bookstore, which has a lot of fun stuff in it. Then selected pages from the Fonz's diary. Quite a bit of it and quite fun. I'm not going to go crazy on it, though. And then we do start to get into the repeat stuff. Um, Wild Wheels. Um, there is a... let's see, And this is like the cracked lens where they would show a still from a movie and then they would um, put, a, put a balloon of something wacky happening. I see Harvey Lembeck in there twice. So this is probably from the mid-60s, I would guess. Maybe a little bit later. Um, but i definitely say the mid, mid to late 60s. Um, these don't... Well, could be the end of the 60s. Um, but, but yeah, definitely the second half of the 60s. This is a repeat one. And then Sylvester for president. I'm not sure which year this is from, but this is from... They used to do this with Alfred E. Newman, didn't they, all the time? Um, but this is, yeah, this is Sylvester V. Smythe for president. I can sort of tell by not only the drawings, but by sort of the font and such. Yeah, like this is from the late 60s, early 70s. Um... I'm not 100% sure. Born 1960, born 1961. Hmm, sometime from the 60s, I guess. So that's a that's a four-page article. And that's that's not bad. It's a fun article. I mean, it's it's cracked, so you want to see if it's supposed to be smart. And letters from the Fonz and his ancestors to famous people throughout history. Uh, you get um, Custer Fonz and, and Roman Fonz and Pirate Fonz and... Who is that? Oh, um, Adam Fonz from Adam and Eve. And, of course, the Fonz Fonz. Oh, and a whole bunch of other stuff. <laughs> wow, yeah, there's a whole whole mess of stuff here with the Fonz. And a lot of goofy, funny faces of the Fonz. 
which I like. Uh, then Fonzie Supporters, uh, which is just a lot of great stills, Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid, King Kong, Sherlock Holmes, um, Frankenstein Monster, Boris Karloff there, um, just with lots of... Um, Cracked, cracked lens style balloons and then you go to the next page and there's even more hey there's Rosie Greer there's some sort of alien oh there's the Fonz himself with Richie oh there's um there's Woody Allen from Love and Death when he shoots that guy oh no he doesn't shoot that guy when the guy he shoots up in the air and he gets hit in the arms and the guy starts singing um yeah oh is that the Sunshine Boys yeah okay yeah, and then just, just a lot. Oh, there's Nixon. And then Fonzie's New Declaration of Independence, which kind of wraps up the issue. And there's some, instead of shut-ups, which was their thing, it ends up with Coolets. And then the last, on the back cover, it's a notch. It's a shot from um, Lords of Flatbush. We don't want any trouble. Be nice. Vote for our boy. A paid political announcement by the committee to elect Arthur Fonzarelli. This is the last time we're going to tell you. So understand? It's a super fun issue. If you want to see just how much they, the how pop, popular the Fonz was, they built. I mean, like I said, this is fifty-two pages, and from what I can see, from what I can tell, uh, it's one, two, three, four, five, six. I think six of the pages are reprints. That's fantastic. What forty-six? 46 all-new pages of Fonz-related stuff. That's fantastic. But that, that is the end of this. I'm going to go away. I'm putting, putting this issue back in its plastic bag, and I'm sealing it up. I'm letting the air out. And then sealing it up. Um, but yeah, thanks so much for joining me, everyone, on this. This episode went on way too long, but there was a lot to cover. I was originally going to go just till the end of the summer, but then I thought, let's do 76 instead. So we will be back between seasons 4 and 5 with uh, Cracked and the Fonz 77, which may also combine 78, depending upon how much is there. But Or maybe we'll do a really short episode for 78. But thank you again so much, everyone, for listening. And very soon, very soon, Rockin' All Week with You, a Happy Days podcast will begin season four with a very special episode covering the hour-long season premiere Fonzie Loves Pinky part one and two part one thank you Fonzie for president talk to you soon ladies and gentlemen may I have your attention please the finals are in that will determine the winning nominate for this year's presidential election the envelope please Ladies and gentlemen, this is incredible. The winner is Arthur Fanza. Who? Can't you see? It's victory. Make a man this cool nominee. He's a man of his means, from his leather to his jeans, and his name spells liberty. For the one. We must vote this man to run So with time left to spare With your thumbs through the air Vote the funds for president Hey, now as your leader of the land And be sure that you all understand That the funds will be behind you All the way And if elected, I guarantee you won't hear no water getting out of me. Cause that just ain't cool from the farm. Now if I sound too absurd, hey, 
What are you here for? You nerd. <laughs>